talking, dating, and love. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment. If you're unlucky in love, seek treatment. If you just can't take a hint, we'll seek treatment. With Kat and Pat. Hey, it's Catherine. It's Patrick, and, and this, this is, is Seek, Treatment, Seek Treatment, a, a podcast, podcast about, about boys, sex, sex fucking, dating, dating, and love. Fuck How, yeah, king. Fuck yeah, king and queen. Let's be real about what just happened. We are recording the intro after the meat of the episode because my phone call ran late and I was late to the session. I know. It's always so hard but to do this because it's like, wait, what did we talk about? And mm-hmm. how, I can't talk about something because obviously when we come, when you you know when you're and this is a little look behind the scenes, right? When you come curtains. in to do your intro, you have certain things that maybe I'll talk about. What yeah. did you do last night? What did you see last night? Who sure. did you touch last night? Uh-huh. And so I had a few things, but I, a lot of them I end up talking about in the meat of the pod. So now I don't want to like. I, I introduced them in the meet. You know what I mean? So I can't talk about them now and then like later in the episode I'm going to be like introducing them as though it's my first time talking about it. That wouldn't make any sense I chronologically. Totally, I totally get that. And what I will say is that, yeah, I did mention I had a great show last night, but I've been like, I don't know. I, I got really moody yesterday. It's so funny. I, it's, I'm still in a place where one mean comment on social media yeah. And really fucked me up. And you guys were actually there to watch how it unfolded. Yeah. But I was proud of you. You did, like, get past it. And, like, yeah. I mean, that's just going to be the shit. You know what I mean? That's just going to be the, that's the world we live in today, you know? I know. People always tell you, well, people, I mean, yeah, it is different. It is different the world we live in. But people also, they're like, well, if you if you want to be a public figure, you're going to be like, criticized. And I was always like, what could they say about me? I'm freaking perfect and I'm a queen. And yeah. now, oh, people will really go out of their way to be, like, obscenely cruel about the most bizarre things yeah people will be um people uh like to make it is part of human nature that you do want to make other people feel bad sometimes we all see it in ourselves we see it in those around us it's something you have to accept about human nature you don't have to give it any credence but i it's i know i need to wrap my head around it but i it's just something i would never do and i told you i love gossip i love being a bitch i'm obviously but never to someone's i'm like never someone's face honey (laughs) yeah yeah. it's so bizarre i know but the day um i did recover but then i think after the show i kind of like i had the adrenaline of it and then i came back down and was kind of it's just really true that no amount of good praise helps get rid of that but it's something i'm working on i need it i need a thicker skin so i'll I'll keep growing yeah i um I topped last night. Oh my god! Wait, never saw that coming. I know, many didn't. It's because Angela, like after the be- um, we went to the gym and he was like lying down on the bed with kind of Donald Duck style. He had a tank top on but no pants. But yeah, his butt is so bubble that sometimes it does like beg for a dick inside of it. Do you know what I mean? And <laughs> totally. It was being that way towards me. So, <laughs> uh, so then I was like going to, but also like so then he was like, should I like, clean out? And I was like, yeah, why don't you like give it? A-? It was the kind of thing too where like I mean it wasn't like our seamless had been ordered. So it was kind of like That's when tough. Is it, That's So it's thinking of like When is it say The food's getting here And then I also like You know It's NCAA championships This week So I was like I have this race I want to watch Out of office time. But we end up doing it But I did You know when I'm topping Generally it's like I don't know that it's Very fun for anyone Besides myself And so <laughs> I don't know That I hump in any way That anyone gets anything out of So usually my strategy And also because Angela Doesn't bottom very often Like I'm 
paranoid that he's going to be like it's painful for him or something mm. so my strategy kind of is like get in and out like you know what i mean and i end up coming and i ended up even though i jerked off to porn yesterday i ended up coming in tr- literally under 40 seconds <laughs> and Angel's like what Angel didn't believe me He kept like trying to touch my dick And be like <laughs> It's like he's always thinking I'm like lying about it. It's like I'm not like lying that I came You know what I, I mean love when, I love when people come fast It's hot It's like look at, I'm like, look at my pow- the power of my tight little pussy Yeah 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 um, How long do you think you normally have sex for? Um, it's impossible it tr- to tell isn't it? It's impossible Sometimes to tell Sometimes I was it, like was that 9 minutes or 45? It depends Never super I mean I think early in our relationship, I was down for, like, multiple positions and stuff. But mm-hmm. now it's, like, once it's in, I'm kind of, like, just leave it in because it's, like, going to be a whole thing taking it in and out <laughs> and putting it back. You know what I mean? So it depends on um, it depends on position, too. Like, if it's, like, kind of missionary vibes, it takes Angel longer to come. Mm. And if it's, like, doggy, he'll come faster. So it's, like, depends on that. And, yeah, I don't know. So, like... However long, but not, and not super long though. Yeah. Which I don't need. I don't need to be fucked in the ass for super long. I mean, what no, is this? I feel you. I'm waiting for my coffee to be delivered. I'm kind of like hoping that. Have you not had caffeine are. yet? No, I haven't had caffeine yet. I woke up. I ended up sleeping very late. I also think on this new medicine I'm on, like if I have two drinks, I'm feeling really, which is amazing for me. I'm feeling really nice and loose and fucked. Fucked yeah. up. So, anyways, totally. I, I had two drinks during the show, and then, and we ended up sleeping till like eleven, and then I woke up and started doing this. Incredible. Two weeks ago, um, Brian and I were coming home from the show, and like we'd ordered Domino's to the Domino's app, which is my new kink, and then in the car we started trying to be sexy towards each other, but then we both knew like the Domino's was gonna beat us, and like we were gonna oh, always yeah. we were. There was no way in hell we were going to, like, have sex and then do the dominoes. So, like, we were, like, all turned on. And then we walked into my apartment and just, like, ate dominoes and didn't have sex. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes that's, sometimes that's better. You know what I want to share, actually, with the pod is that um, a rom-com I was in is premiering at the Tribeca Film Festival this weekend. And uh, I was recently... Uh, some IFC bought the movie and it's going to be um, coming to a theater... Near you, I believe. That's incredible. It is incredible. It's so fun. It was like um, this amazing guy, Jonah Feingold, wrote and directed it. Jibuki, friend of the pod, Jabuki Young White stars um, with Francesca Reale, who's also amazing. And then me and Bry um, play lovers in it, which is so fun. Wow, art really can imitate life sometimes. I know. Well, the story is that basically I was going to be in the movie and then... I met up with the director and it by chance it turns out like he had knew Bri from childhood or something and so then a few weeks later he was like wait I have an idea like we're still looking to cast your love interest would you be okay if Bri auditioned I'm like duh and then he was like I want to get him the part and I'm like obviously this is incredible because you make out with my boyfriend on camera that's freaking go yeah so it all worked out well I think it's ready to, to, to it's, I think it's ready to be time to bring in our guest Oh, okay. Don't you think? Is it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to kind of share that, and I'm excited for y'all to see the movie. It's called Dating in New York. It's like a cute, feel-good rom-com. And enough is enough. This feels we're doing it backwards, but yeah, we are going to now bring in our guests. They're amazing. Um, You know them. You love them. They really are so cool and wise and funny, and I'm so glad we got to have them on the pod. Put Put your ears ears open. open. For Spike, Spike, I'm Binder. Woo! Woo!
Hi. Oh my God. How are you? What's up? Good. How are you? You look stunning. Thank Your you hair so is perfection. <laughs> I I combed it today. Thank you. It shows. It shows. Incredible. <laughs> oh my how God. Are you? We're we're amazing. We're incredible. Can you tell? Yeah, we're amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was gonna say, is the noise of my AC like really crazy right now, or is it chill? We're accepting. Me, it's it's chill. chill for me, and I'm also. I'm making the executive decision to leave my AC on, so we're just gonna go through with it. Let honestly, it'll feel like radio. It'll be like warmth. Yes. Totally. <laughs> Everyone gather around the campfire. Let's turn on the radio. Let's listen to an, an old old timey podcast. 90s kids. <laughs> it's a um, it's a fire it's a fireside chat. Cool. Yes. I'm so excited. Thanks for having me on. Oh my god. Of course. It's a dream, and we're sorry we had to reschedule. Like it's okay. You're, yes, you're that, mad. That you're mad at fault. us. No, I almost did because I was worried about the AC, but it's been so, it's much more temperate today than it was the last two days. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be, um, no one get too excited, no one freak out. Okay, everyone just calm down. Don't cut your chickens where they have. Okay, we're sitting. But according to weather.com, it's going to be only 70 at 7 p.m. tonight. Oh wow. my God, that sounds That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Do you care about real feel? What's that? Um, I, oh. I do care about real feel. You know, I didn't care about real feel until three days ago when I became obsessed with real feel. <laughs> well, because hu- humidity, humidity changes everything. I don't care about real feel in the winter. For me, like in the winter, it's like I don't care about real feel. But then when it comes to humidity and how that comes into play when we're talking about real feel, that's it's punishing. Yeah, that's it's when I feel punished. Another level. It's so scary. I walk that's one block. Feel- I'm, I'm dying. I ran yesterday, um, and I waited till say with me eleven twenty p.m. at night. Wow, Pars- it's still hot then. Still, literally hot. Still, literally. Well, it's hard because it's like you wait till night, so it's cooler, and then the humidity gets higher. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> how am I supposed to win? Wait, that is um, so wake crazy. Up, my body naturally wakes up when it's like okay to be awake, and it's in. It was five. 15 a.m. two days ago this morning 4 24 a.m. it was like the temperature is okay for you to exist now and like oh did God. things for two hours it was like shut down shut down shut down like <laughs> before the rest of your day it's my I got dream some shit done. It's, it's my dream to um wake up at 6 a.m. every day and that's go to me bed and go to bed at 10 i'm like 11 ish Seven. Oh if you're getting seven, like you can still kind of be in the mix. You could still kind of be someone who's out there talking, having conversations. If, for <laughs> me, if, if I'm getting six, it's like um, it's not going to work for me. Yeah, I I wake up and I'm isolated sometimes by the six a.m. deal or like the seven a.m. deal. But um, Peter Smith is an early bird too, so we often will just text each other like one word to be like we're we're here in this ether in this like early morning like something just like flat. Oh, that's beautiful. Like, that's Hello. so powerful. Well, it's a sauce. I think I've heard that before. Did you ever tweet that? Flat? No, 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 not flat. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like I've heard I've heard the word before, flat before. I mean, that quote was so meaningful to me. That me and um, Peter are always up. I always tweet, like, saying people's names as if everyone can knows what is happening at all times. Like, I'm like, me and Peter will, whatever, whatever. Like, I'm never yeah, like, yeah. I'm, everyone is always, like, fly on the wall for me for Twitter. Yes. Yes, I, I'm kind of the same way. Yeah. Wait, where do you live? Where are you still Crown Heights? I moved. Where tell us everything. Um, I moved from where I lived for like almost eight years to 
Bedford Stuyvesant. I love it, and it's so nice. And I live here with my partner and oh. my boyfriend. Boyfriend. God damn it! I'm trying to say boyfriend more. Really? Why? I'm trying to reclaim boyfriend. Talk to oh, us wait, about that. Yeah, tell me about <laughs> because, that. Because like I think it's cuter, and I don't want people to be like boyfriend i don't want to be like yes boyfriend and yeah. i am also boyfriend i'm like done with partner yeah i totally hear that i think that people are addicted to saying the following sentence people are addicted to being like <laughs> i mean let's face it boyfriend just sounds like kids or yeah. teenagers it's like i'm an adult so it's like shut up no it doesn't but also like how many old ladies do you know who are like my boyfriend my boyfriend's grandma had a boyfriend before he passed away and also, I never had a boyfriend when I was little, so like, let me have that now. Yeah, let totally. Me, let me live. Let me be almost yeah, thirty with let, a boyfriend. Let me experience boyfriend. As For someone who was, as someone who came out as gay at twenty-five years old, it's like, mm-hmm. let me be thirty-two with a boyfriend. Let me be forty-two with a boyfriend. That's yeah. what this month is about, honestly. Thank you, thank you for saying that. <laughs> that's exactly what this month is about, and that's why we, and that is why we had to um, reschedule you, because we wanted you on in June. Yes. 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 <laughs> I'm wearing rainbow. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, oh my god. It's actually so disturbing how much I love like rainbow. Like I feel it's part of my whole, I don't know. I just like all the colors. Well, also tie dye is is a very trendy thing right now. So you can walk into like an H&M and you can really get some tie dye bike shorts that look incredible. Yeah. I got this shirt at a store called Rainbow and it is. Oh, Rainbow Rainbow is an amazing space. Yeah, it's the best. Spike, you're starting to be really corporate pride and we don't like (laughs) that on this um, podcast. Yeah, my Camelback water bottle. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is sponsored by TD Bank. Yeah, I need to be hydrated in order to go on queer dates with my queer dates. Wait, so how long have Wait, you been your boyfriend? I have to tell you. Wait, sorry. Oh, what? Everybody. Well, I have to tell you, Spike, because <laughs> before we leave this, you know, so my foster puppy has been adopted. Yes, Brittany. And Brittany, her, her new name is Daisy, which is very sweet. Oh, whoa. That is like, how do you feel about that? You know, I if they were going <laughs> to pick another name, Daisy's a good one, but she'll always be Brittany to me. You, wow. you can't go from Britney to Daisy. No, that's, <laughs> no. that's not I mean, okay with me. She is. A I Brittany. don't like changing their names. As someone who fully changed my name, I don't <laughs> change my dog's <laughs> names, and I believe in keeping their God-given names at yeah. all costs. How do you feel that I changed the spelling because the foster gave me like Brittany, and I was like, we're spelling oh, it with the I. I was like, we're spelling it like Spears. Um, yeah, you know that is that's real, but also sacrilege. You're people, the name you're not showing people on a sign what the name is right. when you meet her. <laughs> I could. I could. And that would be really normal. For, for a long time, like, people would relationally ask me about my dead name and be like, oh, like X. And then that turned into like, oh, like Y. And then when I changed my name to Spike, people first mishear me and then I have I say, like, bike. <laughs> and then they make me say, oh, Spike, why didn't you just say, like, Spike Lee? And everyone oh makes me have God. to compare myself to Spike Lee. And I'm like, there's no comparison. No, I you're can't, your own The man's person. a legend. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't um, imagine being like, why didn't you just tell me Spike Lee in the first place? Yeah, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I didn't like immediately relate myself to this eminent human with like the shared name as me. Same oh. kind of people who don't 
like the term boyfriend are making yeah. you say Spike Lee. Grilling. You know what? People need to learn how to talk to me correctly. For once. No, I'll tell you what. <laughs> you know, for me, speaking of Brittany and Brittany, the two names that are different, mm-hmm. like Catherine changed her dog's name from one to the other. <laughs> for me, Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y will mm-hmm. always be the original way to spell it because that's how a girl in my kindergarten class spelled it. And then the Britney Spears way will always be like kind of the hot new thing. Cause that's how Britney yeah. Spears like exploded onto the scene when I was in sixth grade and was like, this is how I spell Britney. Any questions? So when I worked, when I had a dog for 10 days and I, she, cra- she <laughs> it cracked, was only 10 days, it was really? 10 days and she cracked wow. open my heart. Like you know, years, she's, doesn't it? she's been in my dreams I every night in, since yeah. she left. Oh my god! Like to have a dog in your dreams is so crazy. I'm just like I I have a dog in my dreams every dream, and it's really they're usually really it's intense. Sometimes it's Fabio, which is like really intense. But yeah, I have a lot of dog dreams. I've never had a dog in my dream. What does There's that still mean? Time. Okay. What does that mean? Yeah, it <laughs> means go to sleep tonight and listen. That's what it means. I need, <laughs> Get ready, back. If any dream interpreters listen to the podcast, can you please DM me and tell me what it means <laughs> that I've never had a dog in my dream? That reminds me of one time Julio, one of the like earliest stories I remember him telling me was him having a dream that I was in and me turning to him in the dream and saying, there's never been fire in your dreams before while there was fire. <gasps> Wow. Weird. I like will never forget that. That's really spooky. <laughs> and I'm actually not I'm actually not comfortable with that. Okay, <laughs> we can cut it out if you guys Yeah, can we definitely cut that out? That I didn't just, need to be cut. I just think it's really dark. Yeah. I mean <laughs> I feel empowered by it personally, but Twitch is on and that's totally. what this month is all about. If you don't appear in my dream tonight saying there's never been fire in my dream, then we're not gonna be able to release this episode. Dream, there's never been a dog in your dream before. <laughs> like going insane um wait how many dogs do you personally own i personally own two but in my head all the dogs that i care for are a little bit mine so i feel like combined i probably have about two dogs 100 percent, and then like 25 dogs that are like 15 to 45 (laughs) percent i was gonna try to do the math to figure out like how much full dogs that is but that is too hard Sorry, I, okay. I also can't do it. <laughs> but yeah, I have so, two dogs. What I learned is that, so when Brittany cracked open my heart, I was awake f- before 7 a.m. for the first time in my life. And I was out on the West Side Highway and I was like, wow, people are really doing stuff at this hour. And it was really, yeah. it was a whole community that I've been missing. And people were working out. They were having, they were meeting other people. It was a whole world. And there's and dogs. There's a lot of dogs. So many dogs. And Spike, I, are you part of, are you part of that community? That's where I used to have my main dog walking route is right where you live, Catherine. Oh, so for gorge. like three and a half years, that was like five days a week every day with all, with like a bunch of dogs and the West side highway was like a place. I would always take them to there to the pier, like the Hudson river park and stuff. And uh, to certain dog runs but yeah that was a, a a neighborhood for me for a long time and i met two other dog walkers there at three who are all still in my life today and amazing really cool. <laughs> are you exclusively brooklyn now for dog walking I'm, yeah i'm exclusively brooklyn now and i'm really got it down to the area where you used to live Catherine. i love that area that's my zone oh yeah i, I want to move back by the park is what i'm thinking because it's game changer that's my goal too it's um, good for the soul Everybody I work with, because we're in a worker-owned co-op, which I love to talk about because it's cool to me that we don't have a boss and we all just work together. 
And cool. none of them are my employees. We just are all like in a tacit agreement to not be shitty to each other and help each other. Um, I would, that being said, I would love to come in and kind of be the boss and be the manager. Um, yeah, or... if you want to exploit us, take a profit from our labor while uh, not doing anything. We're all used to that. So you could just come Wait, right I in. just <laughs> got news that Bethany Frankel actually wants to run your yeah, dog walking now, business. Skinny girl dog walking. Yes. <laughs> Can't wait. It's a margarita mix and dog walking company. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, but it's it's my favorite thing in the world. I love it. How long have y'all been doing that together? We, I quit the company that I used to work for almost a year ago. Oh, like, amazing. To date. So, but so this is like my, I've been dog walking for years, but this is my fir- almost first full year, just no boss, just me with other people like working together and helping each other as needed and stuff like that. And it's really really good and I, I aspired to do something like this and so that I could support myself and it's just in a comfortable way where I can still be creative and do performance and everything and not feel like because when I worked for a company it was that tension of like you need I need your employment so I can't like be too live about my like performance mm-hmm. shit with all this coverage or you're gonna and you, I was like punished for that which oh sucks. my god yeah That's so now crazy. like all the people I work with they're like oh you need off because you have like to do an audition or like you need, I mean, I, I got into an accident. My, this hand is swollen. I don't know if you can tell. Like, every people covered me. My clients understood when I canceled. Like, just, like, all this stuff that I was, like, conditioned into believing was insane to ask for yeah. as an yeah. employee. I've just, like, done away with it. And the people who are sticking with me are, like, real ones, clients and, like, coworkers. And it's cool. That's it's the best. It's crazy when, like, a, like, um, like, when I was a nanny, it would be, like, but to not have like an awareness that's like yes this is my job but I have a large life out like this is not necessarily what I w- w- would aspire to be a doing care, in 20 years a caregiving job totally it's like I have other things that I have to do and that's going to have to like also exist yeah have you have you been started doing a lot of shows again uh, has anyone been started doing a lot of shows again <laughs> like I'm I am booked for some shows that are coming up and that will be like my first return to the stage yeah and I yeah. was like I'm like now cool with that happening and when i was getting booking requests for outdoor stuff in the past i was not so now it's like it's just meeting in the in the graph they're intersecting finally yeah i did one outdoor show and during covid and it wasn't my favorite thing i ever done is what i will say (laughs) i've hosted a fun outdoor show that i want to bring back um which is you've probably both done it the the like infused food show oh that was show. so fun yeah we're gonna I've bring never, that back yes I've, I've never oh, been no, 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 I've reached out to you Pat and you can't do it it was yes, inside Pat, it was um Pat, I, this is our um this Pat, is our go to the DMs <laughs> you're like you're like that's not true Ellen <laughs> <laughs> I did invite you I did invite you and I have straight across bangs so what is the problem did, did she have straight across bangs in that interview absolutely um, I'm thank sure you, you. I, there's I, no way there's no way she I don't remember her name, so I hope that is true. One detail. Did you know that I couldn't remember? I wanted to say this is our Ellen Blank moment, but I couldn't remember her name. Should I drop drop the name? Dakota. Dakota. Is it Johnson? Yes, that's what I said. And Dakota Johnson is the girl who, in her Architectural Digest interview, (gasps) talks about having limes in her house. She has a big bowl of limes. And she's like, I love my limes. (laughs) Like a walnut bowl? Yes. I watched... I watched that and I actually I don't remember the limes, but my takeaway was like she's real. I was like, oh, she can stay. She had great style. Yeah. What celebs do you like, Spike? 
What celebs do you like, Spike? <laughs> this oh, is the new segment for our podcast. My funny, funny friends. Um, <laughs> I know <laughs> like, so many cool, interesting people just here in New York, and it's so I mean, fun. <laughs> yes, dude. Like, I'm trying to think of the a celebrities celeb. that I like. Oh, it's I, mean, no, yes. I didn't know you were going to ask me that. It's hard to I, like I, a celeb. I, I'm trying to think of what celeb I like. Taylor Swift. I, how about Jen? How about Jen Aniston? <laughs> oh, wait, yes. And and uh, she's re- she really influenced me because I have, everybody knows this about me, I wear the Rachel yes, haircut. Yes, of course. Yes, I yes, wear yes. the Rachel. Uh, honey, never, you wear it well. <laughs> I've never seen Friends, so which is weird because I used to dog sit and work for someone who lived in the apartment across the street from the the cafe facade that's in the West Village. Mm. Yeah. So like I would dog sit and be having five dogs in this little studio apartment and then hear like different languages of guided tours <laughs> that like included it as a landmark in oh every God. language you could think of, like an Italian friend's like whatever tour, like a TV tour, whatever. And then like Spanish and every single language, just like only two languages that I named, but there were more. And it was like so strange to be like, you're all coming to this corner for a awning. <laughs> That's from a TV show of it, right? Is this a? I'm yes. Talking, okay, yes. Yeah, yeah. I know that because you know what where street that is that is, on? Downing, and that is right by the school that my nanny kids uh, or Grove, to sorry. To. Oh, the little yeah, red schoolhouse. Uh, yes. So you yeah. know the the West Village deal as well. You all know. I, it feels like I nannied for twenty years. I nannied for like a year and a half. But, uh, <laughs> that's like how I feel about being Britney's mom. <laughs> Wait, me? <laughs> me? No, me, me, me. Oh, oh, oh yes. But um, I'm saying it feels like I nannied for 10 years, but I actually oh. nannied for a year and a half. It's like but I there remember. were always, there were, it was strangely just disti- like one time the, I was walking the kids and we were passing that and there was all these people like taking pictures of the front of the building and they were like, <laughs> why are they doing that? And I was like, well, there's That's a show, that, you know, <laughs> there's a show called Friends and, and they were like, but why do they care? And I was it's like, just, you know, that's an amazing question. That's me. I'm those kids. Like, I'm like, but why? And people are just like, it's culture. You need to shut up. My connection to Jennifer Aniston is that I remember being a teen and reading in a magazine that she said she'd always struggle with her weight and she's always fluctuated. And then I looked at her and I thought, you have never struggle with your weight and i feel i never felt less connected to you jennifer aniston you don't you know you're not a size six and so you struggle with your weight jennifer but um i support her and i wish her the best yeah i i had a she's like one of the few celebrity impressions i would ever do in my (laughs) i want to see that what i need to see that i mean should i just go let's let's fucking go Uh, okay okay (laughs) okay 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 that was it. Um, but it would be like, that's her agreeing to be the spokesperson for Smart Water. Was the joke. That's very good. <laughs> that was what the meeting looked like. That was LOL. But yeah, that's like the only, the only relation. I like, you know, I think young Steve Buscemi is really hot. And that's like where the celebrity uh, little quota in my head exists and is filled, I guess. I just, um, wait, you know what I just saw? No. Um, I, uh, last night I watched the Amanda Knox, I watched the Amanda oh. Knox doc. It's kind good. of like I know that she posted something being like living my best life and people were like, what the hell? But like, I don't know what she did, honestly, which is stupid uh, of me, he, but I'm classically ill-informed. No, that was me before. Basically, that was me before I started my relationship with my same sex sexual partner. Gorge. And um, <laughs> because I'm 32 and I don't say boyfriend like a baby. And, um, <laughs> Google Gaga over here. Google Gaga. My boyfriend yeah. just left. Yeah, Puppy. we're giving each other handmade cards for V-Day still. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but she like is like a, she went abroad, studied abroad in Italy, and then one day like her roommate was this British woman who was like brutally oh, murdered. Yes, yes, yes. Brutally and then it, murdered, Italy yeah. was like, we think it's you, and you have to stay here like indefinitely in jail. <laughs> and she was like, wait, but it wasn't me. And they're like, no, we need you to stay here in jail because we wanted it to be you. But um, Italy I mean, was like, we think it's you. Familiar <laughs> story. Uh, <laughs> Italy, you crazy bitch. Yeah. But, the reason I know a lot about it is because um, when the, the reason I found out about it like a year ago is because my boyfriend's sister went abroad to Italy like the week the, oh. the two months later, which is like I, I always say like that's not that big of a deal, but <laughs> and was always like Reba, Rebecca thinks she's innocent because you know you know she was there she was in that town a couple months later. I'm like so that doesn't mean like that, <laughs> no was one she her. <laughs> Did she find she DNA killed. evidence? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she came home alive. Well, she you, came did home she alive. Do, by her. Did she do it? I, you know, the doc is one of those things that, first of all, having watched the doc, absolutely not. But also having watched the doc, they clearly want you to think yeah. that. Whoa. You know, when a doc wants you to think one way completely and you walk away yeah. like being like, they wanted me to feel this way. And I do because I saw the doc. But like, yeah. I know that that I know that, that was by design, but I still feel that way. I know that feeling. Yeah. The, the doc wanted you to hate a British journalist. They wanted you to hate um, the Italian police. They wanted you to like Amanda Knox. And they wanted you... Um, that way, and, that way, and they wanted you to think she didn't do it. Wow. But I did feel bad for her. Yeah, that sounds really traumatic. <laughs> hey, whether or not she's a murderer, it's traumatic <laughs> to have she's a dog. A human. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's what this one is all about. I gotta stop. I gotta stop. <laughs> oh my God. I swear to God. I mean, I love to be fun, flirty, and actually wear nail polish once in a while. Bravest thing anyone's ever done. This side of the Mississippi, as they say. Um, but the problem is that I don't have good nails. I actually bite my nails. Going to get a manicure is absolutely humiliating for me. And it's also, like, um, so expensive, which is fair. But um, if you're someone who wants to spend less money on your nails but still actually have gorgeous claws, as they say, um, then I have a fun little brand for you, and it's called Olive and June. I never thought in my life I could do my nails at home alone. First of all, it's impossible. When I try and use it with my left hand, I look absolutely crazy so what i got was the olive and june manny system and now i know that diy manis that look salon perfect and last seven plus days are possible everyone always asks where i get my nails done now i can say honey i do them myself so what i love about the onj manny system a they have gorgeous colors b they have the most amazing little like thing to take off the nail polish that makes it so easy no mess no random like cotton ball pads everywhere basically the system comes with all the tools you need in one box it's only five steps and it comes with poppy a patented brush handle that makes it so easy to paint with both your hands plus it's affordable the mani system with six polishes breaks down to two dollars a mani honey i used to spend 35 dollars for one gel mani the polish is literally amazing. Everyone's asking if my polish was gel because it's so shiny and does not chip. I was like, honey, this never normally happens. My nails have honestly never looked so good and I did it myself. Plus, it's fun. It's relaxing. It's a little bit of a self-care moment, which we love. So basically, the Olive and June Manny system is the secret behind salon perfect nails at home. All in one, no guessing, no messy nails, no salon price tag. So... If you are someone who is like me, um, then your new nail life is here. Get 20% off your first Manny system when you use promo code SEEKTREATMENT at oliveandjune.com. We're done 
with expensive bad manis. This is the new us now, okay? Get 20% off your first Manny system when you use promo code SEEKTREATMENT at oliveandjune.com. Hi. Okay, so the world is literally racing to get back to normal and start meeting up in person again. My worst nightmare. But after the year we've all had, getting back to feeling normal takes literal time. For instance, every single show I have done so far, The Green Room has been a traumatic experience in which I've been asked to actually make eye contact and talk to other people and kind of have no idea if they hate me or not and then leave and just kind of hope everything went okay. But of course, worry about it for the next seven months. Um and going to parties I mean don't get me started I can't even drink my face off just gonna have to stand there and hope a conversation happens and when it does hope it ends as soon as possible so anyways if you are at all like me and you're feeling overwhelmed by it all then you actually are not alone because you're kind of like me and so it's important to find the support you need to face those feelings and move forward so if you are looking for a quick easy way to get therapy you will love Talkspace I've used Talkspace when I was having a panic attack a few years Years ago and they were there for me. Talkspace makes it easy to match with a licensed therapist and schedule live video sessions all from the comfort of your device. The Talkspace app makes it easy to start messaging your therapist the same day you sign up. Whether you're a parent, student, millennial, or just someone having a hard day, Talkspace can provide the support to help you feel better with a single message. Talkspace offers individual and couples therapy in addition to medication prescription services. You can set goals with your therapist and they can help make sure you're actually progressing. Talkspace therapists help you develop tools to cope in difficult times. It works around your schedule at your convenience. You can send and receive unlimited messages with your dedicated therapist inside the app. Schedule live video sessions from anywhere. Whether you're experiencing depression, anxiety, or other problems, Talkspace is the number one online therapy platform to help you sort through any issue. Thousands of licensed therapists are available for you to match with. Start feeling better with a single message. Match with a licensed therapist when you go to Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month with the promo code SEEKTREATMENT. That's $100 off when you use the code SEEKTREATMENT at Talkspace.com. Um, okay, Spike. So we, we like to ask a little question on the pod. Who were okay. you? Who are you? And who do you want to be? Um, I feel like <laughs> I have listened to that question be asked so many times. Oh. And when it gets to you, you never expect how it's You never saw this coming. <laughs> uh, um, when, I don't know. When I was really young, I had a hard time like feeling like a human being or no, it felt something was different about me than all the other kids or whatever. And that kind of like had me doing some world building very early on and existing within it outside of the rest of the world. And I used to tell people that I was a dog and that I could communicate <laughs> with dogs. Like it was like a, kind of like a Superman meets Eliza Thornberry like backstory that I created for myself of like having been sent to earth from like a dog planet to like parse the language and treatment of dogs like to humans for their like betterment and safety. <laughs> and then like the only way that I could get people to like be nice to me was by being funny because I was yeah. so just like out there as a human being I guess it was not not normalized to interact with someone like me so there was a lot of moments when I was like oh the ways in which you deride me I will then capitalize on 
turn say before you and gain <laughs> respect that way and it became like you know led to doing comedy at a, at a really young age and Wait, how I, young how young are we talking well, i was like 13 oh my, oh my god, god. Yeah, I was like, I want to take improv a new stand-up. Like a yes. little that and being like, ah, so I wear this back brace for my scoliosis. And uh, yeah, you could say my body is a cage arcade fire. Like it was. <laughs> okay, that's it hilarious. Was wild. It was wild. Um, um, wait. Because you're LA. Um, you're LA kid. I was LA. And then like, I am LA. Even though I moved to New York when I was 17 and I'm 29. So I'm still LA somehow. And don't, but... do you think you'll be in New York forever? I just Even said I'm LA. LA. <laughs> yeah. Well, Catherine, uh, well <laughs> when someone says they're LA, believe them. Can we take this again? I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> someone tells you they're LA, you gotta believe them. I what mean, is that song? I'm wearing this rainbow. Oh, it's Hollywood. When you're, oh, it's also. Um, <laughs> anyone remember that one? I was like, yeah. yeah. For me, it's Taylor Swift 15. When, when you're 15 and someone tells you. Okay. You love them, you're gonna believe them. I'm swift illiterate, but doesn't she have a song about being 22 as well? Of course. She does. Wow. She draws a Any lot others? of inspiration. And the lyric, the lyric is, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. So would you say that 1989 is then a prequel song for her age being <laughs> negative something? 1989, though, is an album, not a song. Oh, I'm so sorry. See, I don't know what it's okay. things are. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And that's why we brought you on. We really wanted to teach you about Taylor Swift. That's why we She's wanted to bring you on. She's my favorite celebrity. I forgot to say that. And now I'm... <laughs> we are actively, like, actually not a pop culture podcast. We talk more about, like, middle Thank school you, yeah. than celebrities. So that's, cool. yes. that's kind of where we... That's kind of where we fall on that issue. Uh, <laughs> I only say what I only said. What's your favorite um, celebrity? Because I thought Dakota's Johnson's um, home home tour made her seem down to earth. Yeah, and then that felt like a logical next step, and that sparked the conversation we're we're currently in. Yeah, and that is, sparked joy, which is who I want to be. Which is I want to be a huge Taylor Swift fan. <laughs> no, 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 I'm I don't care about. Okay, that so actually, so sorry. you're doing comedy. You're 13 years old. I'm obsessed. So you're <laughs> yeah. Amanda, you're Amanda Bynes vibes. Yeah, and I was like, oh man, like all my that was all my. Personal personality was like these adults are being weird <laughs> um, yeah. was that your onstage persona no it was very like you wouldn't expect a 13 year old to act like they know how to smoke a cigarette but yes. I do. it was like yeah, that. yeah and i didn't know how to smoke a cigarette <laughs> um i was smoking since then but it was i stopped for a long time but yeah it was just jokes like that jokes about homework like <laughs> i had a joke that um was like something about getting like wearing a black eye to my yearbook portrait picture like just goofy stuff like. so when you're a kid doing comedy are you like in adult comedy clubs or what's the vibe <laughs> i went to like a writing camp for okay. like other uh, precocious like like children who one was a child actor who like needed to round out his existence who like had a mom manager and all these things oh my and god i was like begging my parents to let me do comedy and they were like well you're 13 so you can't go inside a bar yeah <laughs> they don't have child open mics but like they researched and there was a there was like a summer thing where you could go to the hollywood improv during the day and like learn i about love that things. oh my and god I, I, with, love I love that i went with my friends um and we got to do a show at the improv at 5 p.m for some reason that i thought you were gonna so say fun. They, i thought you were gonna was. say and, I thought you were going to say they don't have child open mics, but then they research and they do have child open mics. And so that is where <laughs> oh I Oh, my went. God. I'm really worried someone's going to listen to this and start a child open <clears throat> mic. 
Oh God. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? We, but though we we do not accept liability for any child open mics yeah. that are started. Child after bringers. This that's illegal. So that <laughs> literally you can't is have illegal. a child bringer show. I and mean, that's trafficking. Bringers <laughs> in general. Bringers shows are trafficking. Oh my God, but, I forgot um, about bringer shows. And time. Oh my God. But we. What was I going to say? Um, oh wait, that reminds me of in my most my last JFL RIP um, audition. <laughs> I went on immediately fire uh, immediately following a twelve year old girl who like had braids, and her dad was. In, I was actually saying this to her dad. Her dad was mouthing her no. jokes along with her. For and we J- say the same JFL. I'm going up against her. I'm actually going up after her wait, for my JFL audition. Okay, so I should have told my parents that I wanted to do JFL. Then I'm yeah. so fucking stupid. <laughs> Like, I mean, I'm you're more. Like this is this sucks. I, anyway. You're really, really dumb. And yeah, so, I got calls after this. <laughs> um, and then, but she, I, you know what? Like those JFL shows when there's like the air is like it literally sucks more than anything. Oh, it's the worst space God. you could ever imagine to be in. This girl who I was following going up right after ran the light for I swear to God like tw- like twelve minutes, like just saying things that didn't really make sense that her dad was like on board with. I was like, this is. Cra- I was like, by the way, I, I like tried to get a JFL audition for like three years before I did. So it's, it's like I love that this girl's kind of like. Oh anyways, God. I wish her the best. I don't. I don't remember her name, but I actually I wish her the best. Yeah. I do choose. I do choose to wish her the best. She's she's gonna be big. She's gonna headline JFL this year. She'll, oh, she'll, oh, oh, we'll, oh, we'll, oh, we'll all be working for her one day. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> We're all smoking cigarettes and laughing so loud right now, you guys. It's you have true, no true. idea. You have it's, no it's, idea. It's big prohibition energy. <laughs> <laughs> this Wait, is so the is... Roaring Twenties past pandemic. Yes. This is Roaring Twenties. Empire waist thing that goes down to my ankles. <laughs> Still sexy. Oh, I feel, oh my god! I'm, neither of you. Do you, either of you? Uh, I know Catherine doesn't. So Spike, do you watch Real Housewives? I started to in quarantine for the first time ever. Delve. Okay, cool. There's so you'll find on your journey that almost every season of every franchise there is a Roaring Twenties party. <laughs> yes, there's that. And there's like a, we have drag queens here, yay! Like yeah, thing yes. every time. Yeah, like, yes. come here. Like, oh, let me touch every part of your body without asking because I paid you. Like, okay, now go away. The gays love me. Like yeah. every, I love those episodes per season. Now go away. The gays love me. Yeah. Now go um, away. There was a um on. Uh, New York last uh, this week there was a party that was this theme Halloween mm-hmm. 70s pageant queen so you had to be that, it sounds, was ama- that sounds amazing uh, it's like okay even Halloween was they all like the Halloween one with like the elaborately decorated tables like jungle themed woods like smoke coming out of everything one or is that a past Halloween because there was a, there were like multiple Halloween X collabo parties. I feel like <laughs> there were yes, no. There was New York has shown a lot of Halloweens. Um, some more, some more, some more problematic than others. Yeah. And uh, but um, Atlanta had a Halloween party the past season that was like the new girl who was like a friend of and wasn't really on it very much was hosting it, which is huge for her. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> her whole personality was that like she had a really rich husband and like. Whenever someone felt like having drama because like they weren't getting screen time, they'd be like, "I think that you're only married to your husband for money," mm. and like they would like get in a fight over literally nothing. And it's like we all just had this conversation. But and that, that husband what, would like come out of a room and he's like a shrimp taped to a chair, and they'd be like, "Baby, <laughs> we're in love." Like she's yeah. like petting his tail; it falls off. A shrimp taped to a chair. Oh my god! That's like some of them where I'm like, "Oh, you're really in love," but he doesn't know, seem like he can recognize your face. <laughs> 
but it was like everyone came and um like there was this haunted house you had to walk through to get there but then like once you got there there was nothing to do and they just stood there and then they all laughed and they were all their confessionals like there was nothing to do at that party and it's like okay I don't talk to each other or something you know what I mean like what did she want pin it on the donkey yeah the interactivity aspects of a lot of these parties are like on a level to where I think I wouldn't want that to happen at a party I like being totally. able to be free when I'm in those spaces mm-hmm. and I'm like it's ding 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 time for the this portion of this like that's stressful and it's totally. also like bat mitzvah energy yes because the other thing is like I'm hiring actors to come in and freeze us oh, naked no. to freeze us naked statues and it's like no <laughs> one needs a naked statue at a party you know what I mean no one needs a yeah. live naked statue I no need that Anyways. I need that I want to come out of saying I need that and I have all these parties that you're describing sound really fun well, to me like were they spray painted like an, a color to appear or were they actually a gold yes body? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, yeah, like a, a I want to be. Person. I want to be body painted like the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, where they like are body painted into bathing suits. That's my goal. That's my career goal. It would be cool if I was body painted into the cover of Sports Illustrated, but just like a beach scene with my whole body to blend in <laughs> camouflage, oh, like including the logo. One day when they start letting. Uh, non-binary he they trans people on the cover for it's illustrated which is honestly probably going to be next pride <laughs> we're one pride out from that it's me we're- and I'm, I'm wearing a high cut bikini so high that I just hang it on my ears <laughs> uh, you know it was always so horny to me and it's so crazy that like they did it was the um the sports illustrated like body issue where they would just show athletes naked including men athletes were they were they doing the pose of like one leg up blocking Mm. um was it like the cup's hand over the crotch girlfriend it was always like you know it was i think often inspired by like the sport so like oh, anton nice. oh no apollo would be like pretending he's like skating right but uh-huh. you see the ass you and the see, legs they, are just split it's very lord from underneath but from the side exactly it's very much like you can see ass but we're not gonna go ahead and show you full front i love how i love how ass is allowed ass yeah is, ass has always been allowed copper tone baby she, yes she in- totally <laughs> she invented ass <laughs> ass is especially allowed and encouraged like lately i feel like yeah. lately it's like it's ass like is bleeding. everywhere on television <laughs> yeah literally Take my ass please yeah um, oh my god my favorite one of my favorite asses i saw on tv was um <laughs> in season one of the boys which is actually a show i don't really watched oh, yeah. but I saw it the pilot you see Trace, Chase Crawford's mm-hmm. house okay. and I was in cred and I watched it because I was interviewing him at Tribeca wow. and in, in the cast <laughs> and I said Chase we saw your ass and like no one thought it was like that funny and then I was like okay I loved it and it was like <laughs> oh my god I, I, I know so Chase if you're listening I'm sorry that if I made you feel uncomfortable at Tribeca Film Festival I watched uh. that show with my partner um my similar sex partner, I should say. <laughs> similar sex. <laughs> similar sex. Not the same, but we're, you know. Now, I remember, I remember back in the day, we were what? We were four. It was 1920. We were 14 years old. We would have coffee. <laughs> yeah. We would have coffee in my old neighborhood. Yes. And you you guys were not yet living together. No, we And now not. you've made the leap. I want to, if you feel, if you feel comfortable, I want to hear about that journey. Um, I... Well, have you seen the movie Midsummer? Yes. <laughs> so the pubic hair blood thing is a thing and it works. It works, 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 baby. We're having fun. Um, okay. We, it was because um, he, during COVID, early start of COVID, was like, I'm going to choose to live here with you and help keep you safe because you're oh. immune compromised, have asthma. And Aww, like, my, that's so sweet. 
the, my family, like where he was living with them, they are both working in different settings where they would be safer than him, like having to travel. Yeah. So he he chose me. <laughs> you won. You won. Yeah, but then we moved because the building that I was living in was they were like purposefully not uh, doing any kind of upkeep in order for people to leave, oh. so that I assume they can do what they did to me it was like immediately renovate the unit after I was oh, gone. So oh my god did you yeah. get a like um good deal because of covid um no i like just they, that doesn't exist like i was talking to someone who i don't remember why they were sharing this with me but they were like there's no such thing as low rent because of covid like rent mm. is only going up for new york oh it was a guy who on my route, I talk to every single person who talks to me because life is too short to be like, unless they're really being flagrant, in which case I will verbally slice them up with my <laughs> sharp, sharp tongue. <laughs> I like, just believe in being human to other people. Um, there was a guy who was a super for a building for like 12 years. And he's like, in all my life, like rent is only going up. It's never going down, mm. even this COVID shit. People just moving around. So no kind of deal. But <laughs> I'm very like grateful and lucky. And it was a really hard thing to do to leave my other apartment where I had, you know, everybody knew my name as Fabio where Aww. I used to live because they, Fabio and I would be hanging out on the street so much and he was off leash and like such, everybody knew him. So that was like hard that, to leave that aspect of the neighborhood, but I'm like already making friends with the lady around the block with her off leash dog, her Fabio, whose name is Gaston and <laughs> we're, we're hanging out. So this is fun. Oh my God. I was so horny for Gaston when I was little. Whenever I think of, whenever I see him, I'm like, you're named after this like psychotic male. And then he'll always try to hump Spider-Man. And I think that's so funny. I'm like remembering him just eating all the eggs and being like, that's you. Oh my gosh. Cool. Yes. <laughs> you're obsessed with eggs humping my dog Gaston. Wait, Spider-Man, what's your other dog's name? Her name is Nellie. And these Aww. are just their names. Like Fabio is named Fabio. Yeah, Spider-Man, his brothers were named Tarzan and Shazam. <laughs> so he came from a cool family. I started watching a TikTok trend where the litter of puppies gets to pick their own um, collar. Have you seen this? <laughs> no, but that is like, I have to like rust the tongue to my roof of my mouth to not cry. Like shoving it up there like don't. It's really, it's really, um, it's unbelievable. They lay oh out God, these different colors. Allowed to do that as a person. It's crazy. They lay out these different <laughs> color collars, and they like release the puppies, and they like go over to the color they want. It's really crazy. I'll but stop. I'll stop. All, I'll stop. What if they want the same color? Well, they go one Just at a time. Them one, one, and one. The other one with like two on the name or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lucky we, and lucky too. So, so wait. So who were you? What was high school yeah. like? What was the deal? High school was like. Um, Really just, like, grateful for the people who took a chance on me in high school. Like, everybody... <laughs> oh, that flapping noise is my Hello, dog shake, shaking off. Spidey, come here. Um, yeah, people in high school, I did a lot of hanging out with, like, what I would consider to be theater kids. But I was not a theater kid all the way because I couldn't, like, do this. Like, I was, like, never... <laughs> Like, never able to go to that place. I was always like, this is a little fucking weird, right? Like, I couldn't, like, get in. Yeah, um, totally. But, but they accepted me. And, like, I actually started a club at my high school called Stand Up Comedy Club. And we had a meeting every week on Monday. And every week in my high school, the all-school meeting would happen, and you would go and make announcements for the club. So I would go every Monday and say, hey, just a reminder, Stand Up Comedy Club is on Monday. Um, we've had four meetings and I'm still the only member. So if anybody wants to come and it became that stand-up comedy club was not a club, but a bit that I would do yes. at the meeting because no one came. 
And the oh last, my God. last, last time I did the announcement, one person came as a joke oh. and left. And I was like, honestly, well played. But um, that <laughs> was worst. high school for me. You were doing stand up at the announcements. Doing stand up at the announcements, like being just like being a general little freak, like experimenting with like, you know, all the all doing bad boy things like drug sex, sneaking out of the dog door of my parents' house and like trying to just be a little rat in L.A. Yeah. yeah did you hook in high school? I hooked monogamously and I was extremely forward all the time my whole life like I would always be like I like you yes or no how do I proceed like rejection okay moving on like it was like I was there was never like a like oh I don't know should I say I was like get me to the next fucking just rip the band-aid off (laughs) comedy is so funny um but yeah literally so I was always like I remember the you know sixth grade dance like to my crush do you want to dance with me and he was like around other boys so he had to say no you know yeah yeah, yeah. like to to like keep up the image like no not going to associate with this freakish person and i just kind of like was like all right no then like turned around and like whatever just kept going that would be my deal until i found someone who turned out to be um very unstable (laughs) but we bonded immediately and had like a really wild like young love relationship we got married he got me pregnant like we oh got the marriage old. like it was all this stuff before i turned 18 and moved out here oh my god i didn't know that yeah was there's a he... lot you don't know about me <laughs> that's not true that's not true <laughs> did um did your parents know about all that how did you navigate that Mm, well, my parents found out about the marriage thing after it had happened because we had it happen during uh, junior prom. Oh, my God. Was it like a Vegas situation? How did you it get was married? Like, it was like we – you know how prom will be not at school sometimes if there's like yeah. – my school yeah. was in a leased building. They did not own the building. They were merely leasing it. Um, like some of the walls in the classrooms were like legitimately collapsible and like could be moved to make the classroom bigger. Um, <laughs> and they had the prom in like a hotel lobby situation adjacent to like a conference room where mm-hmm. there was a DJ. And um, we decided that we should get married at the hotel because there would be a Bible we could get access to. And my friend had registered online as a Unitarian oh, minister in we high school. So we were knocking on doors and like trying to get people to open the door and people would open the door and be like, can we use your Bible? Like psychotic in a tux and in a white, like weird silk dress that I was wearing. Cause I was like, this is my wedding. Like being no. crazy. <laughs> oh my crazy. God. 16 years old and saying, and oh my we got married and the prom photographer saw what was happening, which was a full wedding, like took a bouquet from the centerpiece, like w- like had my friend walk me down the aisle. Um, my friend <laughs> Jake Reiner, who was uh, in the stand-up comedy class with me, like these are all like my solid crew of people. And we got married through the bouquet. Like it was so gorgeous. And then the next day, I think was some kind of like parent event, whatever they, the head uh, why did I say head minister? That is not a thing. Whatever, not, not principal, but like some, the director, something like that of the school. Saw so my parents in the hall and were like, oh, congratulations on your, um, like, no. can we censor this word? Daughters in, in the <laughs> wedding. Like, it was just like them like, what? The what? And like, we had already been wearing rings for a while, which was weird. Like, it was a whole thing. But we got, Wait, we got it annulled. Was it like a legal marriage? Yeah. And oh my god! We got it annulled. So Didn't your parents was, have to like have some respect for how funny that is? Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe in a few years they will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I think they were always just like whenever I did something, it was a big secret. Like when I, yeah, when I, like I said, I was pregnant, and you don't know, you know, my 
kid is not out there somewhere, y'all. It's I got an abortion. Yeah. Thank fucking God. And I didn't tell my parents about that for years. And I went mm. by myself. My friends drove uh. me and like dropped me off at the Planned Parenthood in Van Nuys when I was like 16. That's really. And yeah, it was like all the times that I was, oh, this gorgeous siren. All the times when I was growing up where I had like significant friendship moments with girls really felt important to me but also i always knew that i was not one of them mm -hmm. and whenever yeah. they would be nice to me like literally help me skip school to get an abortion i would always be like wow you're letting me into this even though i'm like so different from you and i never really understood mm. that, that was because i was trans and like all these other things but and and why i like felt so fundamentally different from people and whatever um, yeah but it was yeah it was like a uh interesting way to grow up just trying to like be very alone to suss things out for my own and also kind of being forced there by other people a little bit and by society. Totally. Yeah. Um, but I'm not totally jokerified now. I think I'm chilling. <laughs> and then when did you um, decide to move to New York? I wanted to move to New York. I didn't want to go to college. I wanted to go immediately after high school. And my parents were like, so you want us to pay money for you to live somewhere else? That's really, really deranged. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to call. I applied to college, got in, and went to college in New York. Mm. And then where, where did you go? I went Can to the ask. new school, and that's where oh, I met cool. Julio, and we became uh, best friends. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So you guys, you guys are pre-comedy. Yeah, we. Well, hold on a second. Well, you've been hearing comedy since thirteen, so there's no such thing as that for you. Yeah, it's in my blood. Um, but, <laughs> No, uh, Julio and I met like in the little like courtyard area of the school because there was no quad. It's like a on city campus, and um, Julio would write little plays that were really funny and had like a dark comedic edge, and casted me in one, and that's how we started working together and ended up living together. And we are, we are BFF. Aww. I think of him as like part of my family. I wish I went to school in New York. I that uh, that's like a regret I have. But you have you have New York origin. I well, have Long Island origin, which is like not the same. It's the same. It's the Brooklyn's same to me. It's not. It's not like. Okay, it's I won't try to you know assert my reality. Me. But yeah. you are. You are. Silencing, you. silencing. Your East Coast vibes. <laughs> I'm East Coast vibes for sure. Yeah. But I am. Um, that's something. I'll, that's something I'll never be. <laughs> my eyes just like rolled in the back of my head. Um, <laughs> but Long Island is. Long Island is so like suburban. It's it feels so far away, and it feels so. I mean, we would go like little like my like we would, I mean like we would go to like we, one year went to like the Museum of Natural History for a field trip. So it's like sure, but um, <laughs> we did that in L.A. That's not okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I would definitely go to the Museum of Natural History. Trip Wait, field is that? Is that that there, I didn't know there was one in LA. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you remember the culture around like, and I don't know if this was true of like other schools, like seeing like breasts at the Museum of Natural History and like just like everyone kind of being like, we're going to go to the room where there's breasts now. I think it's more about dicks I was, for me. For me, I'm in the gemstone room tripping my face off on nothing, <laughs> on just visuals as a kid. Like also the, the frozen animals, like, putting myself so hard there in the little environment dioramas being like yeah this animal doesn't even exist anymore just like staring at everyone turn around no one's there they're all in like a different room that was like it, my experience it did depress me so much like taxidermy depresses me so much mm -hmm. it's so bleak and dark yeah it's really hard humans are what was i saying one time i was reading something and it was like humans are the only animal in the world that like um, kills other creatures for fun. You know what I mean? Like, no, in the wild animals would ever just kill something not to eat it or anything like that. I think hippopotamuses do. Wow, um. you. So it. 
so Spike, in the future, if I'm you so have something, sorry. I would love if you could just pull me to the side <laughs> and we could so work sorry. it out. I'm so yeah, sorry. just I, if it's an animal fact, it's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> wow, hippopotamuses are assholes. So did you always I have, have dogs growing horses. up? No, I'm allergic to dogs. Oh, right. I, Are you I serious? Forgot this, I forgot this yes. fun fact. <laughs> so I'm allergic to dogs, and I begged for a dog for as long as I was alive. Um, and my parents, uh, my dad was really helpful in this process for doing allergy tests, which is we would meet someone outside. I would, like, beg him to talk to the person because of their dog. We would meet, and I'd be like, is this one of the hypoallergenic breeds of this yeah. list? And then, like, be that child. And he, my dad, to test, would be like, rub your face in the dog. And we'll see uh, if you react. Oh. So, like, literally asking strangers if I could, like, bury my head in the side <laughs> of, like, their Bouvier or, like, their Maltese or whatever. And we met someone who had a Portuguese water dog, and I didn't react to it. And so my dad started researching, like, dog breeders of that, which, like, you know, I am all the way adopt, don't shop. And when I was eight, we got a puppy from a breeder. Like, I had no control over that. And it set me on the path of, like, caring for dogs. So it's Aww. fine. But yeah. be- before that, my mom had a dachshund who she adopted uh, way before I was even born. And I was born, and he assumed the role of, like, my father and tried to hurt my father. And they were worried that he, like, he guarded me. He oh. would, like, drag me around the house and, like, try to bite my dad if my dad tried to oh touch my me. God. Which, to me, is, like, he knew what was up with me from, like, even <laughs> from being born. He was like, this is not a human being. Um, <laughs> I need to protect it at all costs. I'm like, um, so they had to give him away. So I really do feel like my whole life has been, like, you know, I ousted this creature from his home and I'm, like, repaying that. Totally. Totally. That's and you need beautiful. to continue doing yeah. that because uh, yeah. what you did was fucked up. My yeah. work is not done. You know what? I, have to, I always grew up with dogs, but even in the last like five, six years, every now and then a dog will give me hives and I have to just accept yeah. it. It's worth it. I'm not allergic to any animals. That's good. Yeah, but I don't take advantage of it and that like I don't interact I'm with them I'm deeply allergic to cats, which I... Which is a shame because I think I might. It'd be nice to have one maybe in another life. I'm unreal allergic to cats, like in a way that has hospitalized me before. <laughs> oh damn! Oh my god! Like, when I, your dad had you rub your face against, the, like he, your dad's like, let's have you rub your face against this cat and see if you go to the hospital. Yeah, no, it was for that. It was like I went to my friend's house growing up who had a cat, and I mm-hmm. wanted to play the Pocahontas CD-ROM game where you like oh my- are a hummingbird spearing berries that fall. Yeah, like, <laughs> in it, in it, in it. Would never wanted to leave. Wasn't allowed to have video games. So this was like my my heaven drug and. Um, she had a cat and my mom would say that when I would go to when they would put me on the phone and be like do you want to come on and be like don't have me fun. I couldn't <laughs> breathe like vo- vo- throat closing and she would pick me up and my eyes would be like shut swollen because of the cat so it was always oh. like just suffering leaving sleep- like, yeah. leaving sleepovers is such an iconic part of being a child calling yeah. saying can I use the phone I have to go home I would pee well, a lot of like, we want to pick you up and I know can hear in your voice that you're suffering but you refuse to stop playing the CD-ROM so <laughs> CD-ROMs was always like like I felt like I don't know if we just had a really slow computer like <laughs> I would mm-hmm. on the box CD-ROMs would look so fun I remember getting the Tarzan CD-ROM yeah and being like, actually, it was when the when I went to Disney World, I my I had brought money and I had enough to get one souvenir. And so, my and my parents were like just be you know you know when your parents are being overly they're like just be really careful with what you pick because you could only get one souvenir. <laughs> and it's like okay, like don't worry, but it's gonna be fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like every time you like look at something, like is that really the thing that you want? Because if you <laughs> see something tomorrow, you're not gonna be able to get it. It's oh, like, that okay, really huh? stresses me out. That really. So, so, to be like no stuffed animals because they gather dust and you are allergic. 
<laughs> and I would be like, okay, I also need just a real animal at any time would be chill. Like, <laughs> this is filling a void, please. So I got the Tarzan CD-ROM as my souvenir at Disney World, and it wasn't, I could already tell like, my parents were like, for some reason that didn't pass the test. It was like, this is a stupid thing to have chosen. And I was like, I don't know what, I don't know what here you think is going to be like something that I treasure for life, but whatever. Cause, the, and it looked so fun in the box. Like you played as Tarzan, you like swung on vines and that seems so freeing to me. And that totally. seems so, I was like, Oh, if I could just like swing on vines on my computer, like that will be, I will finally kind of escape. And yeah. um, then you put it in the computer mm-hmm. and it like, it doesn't move like for me. For me, when I tried to play CD-ROMs, like, the guy never moved. It took, like, an hour to load every single thing. And I, I you know, I ended up having to give up the game. Yeah. Well, Waiting for The I, Sims to download, I, I completely <laughs> shattered my parents' family computer. They, yeah, that was, I, that was an out-of-different-kids-house game for me, too. Totally. It was like, we can't get Sims to happen, but my friend Katie has Sims, and, like, I will watch her type Rosebud for 30 yes. minutes. Like, oh. Yeah. I also I was a big watcher and not player in terms of video games because I was just not, like, it didn't have them to practice at home, mm. so I would always be coming in at kind of a deficit, so it was a lot of, like, over-the-shoulder, like, wow, it looks cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. we designed the character, awesome. <laughs> I was my friend Play with Bren- your dog. In the- <laughs> I spent hours watching my friend Brendan play Aquarina of Time, yes. um, Zelda, and I was like, I don't care about this. Like, yeah. you know the friend who, like, doesn't, can't feel the room, and it's like, no one wants to watch you play oh. one player right now. I was I watched my friend play one player a lot and I I don't know I feel like that was just okay for me <laughs> I was like I need to be supportive of your wins in this. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you were carrying around the guilt about displacing an animal. Yeah, so and I was like so... I should just be mutable in all situations. No, I was very much <laughs> like if I didn't want to be somewhere I, like dipped, made it known. One time I went to the sleepover and like fifth grade i remember it was fifth grade because i had a broken wrist Whoa. and um yeah they I went, still let you go <laughs> i i was i went through that when i was young i broke my wrist and it definitely formed who i am today how did you break it how did you break it? i fell down a hill well multiple things happened Sorry. for for one a girl in my grade's younger brother pushed me down a hill at elwood park mm. and that's when my wrist first started kind of hurting the next day i went to my first and only football practice me and my brother had wow. put, like signed up been signed up against our will against my will in in accord with his will for a, for, for a football team imagine me fifth grade plus size playing football <laughs> doing Be- my best beautiful to just plus get by. size little boy <laughs> And um, a person actually the first practice fell on me, and wow. um, <laughs> that's when we all knew that my wrist was really broken because it really hurt. So I don't know if it was like being pushed on the hill or the person falling on me or a little bit of both. But <laughs> but it ended up being such a happy accident. I always I probably have told this story before in the pub because then I would just go to the games to watch, which was heaven on earth. And um, <laughs> one day, okay, this is crazy. I'm in Huntington, New York, watching my brother's team and my ex team play football. And I look over to my right. Someone else is, a, a, a young girl is also watching. And I look at her and mm-hmm. I say, I say to this girl, aren't you the girl from the parent trap? <laughs> it's Lindsay Lohan. It's fully Lindsay Lohan. Wow. She goes, yeah. Whoa. And, like, and I go, oh, cool. We keep watching. <laughs> so you played that so cool. Damn. Yeah. I, I was awesome. like, <laughs> you know, when you like know you have a reveal coming up and it's like, let me just savor this. Let me just savor this. But, um... 
But yeah, so I don't know why she was there because she does not have older brothers. Her younger brother did go to my high school, but was in my younger brother's grade. Mm. But um, she didn't have older brothers, so I don't know why she was watching this football game. Lindsay, Love if you're listening, <laughs> Lindsay, yeah, I mean, she just, she, just lo- she follows the local like um. The local, like, non. It's actually really, really competitive. She's like taking bets. Um, She's like, hey, a dollar a box. A dollar a box. (laughs) The scene of her in the parent trap where she's swinging the money around and it's like in bad to the bone plays and she's like, that is seared in my memory. That was so fucking cool. I remember the high pitched scream from the ear piercing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, like I'm like, oh, whoa. Wait, they, you, they really did that to you. Wait, but speaking of ear piercing adjacent, have, are you still tattooing? Remember you were gonna tattoo me? Oh my god. Years ago? My friend Catherine Cohen, so generous with your delineation of me as a tattooer. Uh, you are <laughs> I can take a needle, put it in ink, and then put it on your skin, but I I am not a tattooer. Like I will I did my most recent one is this. But that's good. That's good. Thank you. I did it like That's cursive. Like that. And we you know what we say about cursive on this podcast? Hard in a dead language. Impossible to read. Impossible to read. <laughs> Danielian handwriting, basically Latin. Um, we. I want you to do something like that to me. I mean, yeah. If you can draw it and it's simple. Oh, me and my friend did these um, like matching poodles on each other's heels. Wait, that's so, so sweet. Like this heel was in her lap and her heel was in my lap, and we tattooed each other at the same time, like the same image. These poodles. You know, my ex crush was a tattoo artist and is a tattoo artist. Wow. And he taught even me a now, lot about even, even after being he, Pat's crush, he went on with tattooing. Even after, yeah, he continued to to beat to do tattoo, and um, <laughs> he taught me about tattoo, and he taught me that it's actually like almost like a spa like experience. Absolutely. Like it's, he was like, it's a calming experience. It's not just about like mm-hmm. what's on you afterwards. Yeah. It's about the experience of having it done, and it's like very peaceful and like yeah. it's very soothing. And then I was like, oh, I should get um. I should get tattooed. So I, I really out. love it. Like I love tattooing, uh, like being tattooed by people and finding um, queer and trans tattooers to support and go to has been like one of my greatest joys in terms of like my journey as a trans person who has a body. <laughs> my, I'll, I'll actually shout out my ex crush. I don't even, I don't think he knows he's my ex crush, but this is going to be really, huge for him then. He does really good tattoos. His name is James Capola, and his Instagram is it's okay forever. <laughs> that's and, a good handle. Um, yeah, that's, a ta- that's yeah. basically what a tattoo is. It's okay forever. <laughs> yeah, and that's why he did. That's why he chose that for his handle. Yeah. <laughs> um, wait. So you? I know you have a sibling, Hannah. Do you have any other siblings? No, Hannah is my. Uh, yeah, she's my only sibling, and. We are 3.8 years apart, and you know her because she was in your show. Mm-hmm. But we n- oh, never met in person, though. Oh, I thought you did. Well, she's great, and I love her. I, I met, love her. T- I, I met love her, her once so much, at too. a show, and she was very funny and nice. Yeah. Are y'all close? Um, no, because we don't live in the same place. That's but, hard. Um, we we talk all the time. I love. That's pretty close. Yeah. Some for some people like um. But I, have, nice. I don't go home. Like, I really... We haven't been able to, like, chill for more than little bursts. and Or, like, when she's visiting, so it's hard. And New York... New York summers are hard on the little girl, I must say. I'm... Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so you're, you say you're in, um, still L.A., though you live in New York, and you don't go back to L.A. ever. <laughs> I barely go back, yes. I, like... I just... I don't know. I, I work a lot, and I don't 
like planes. <laughs> yeah. But I need I need to go back. Like I haven't seen my mom since 2019 because of COVID, and um, I only just saw my dad and sister in May because of a an East Coast bat mitzvah that we all attended. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, but like yeah. What I, was the I theme? Really, the theme was. Um, uh, my cousin's name is Soleil, and it was like, "Here comes the sun." She's maturing. Oh, oh, that's like elegant. That's really classy. I know. Yeah. Did yeah, you did you, did you have a bat mitzvah? I did have a bat mitzvah. Um, it was Halloween and goth and stand up. Yes. Theme. Oh my god. So, <laughs> so that is so that yeah. was, it was a Real Housewives event. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally like. Um, my yeah i really was very deep into goth and 80s music when i was 13 mm-hmm. after like receiving a 80s compilation cd at my parents front door that was on the entertainment weekly magazine like <laughs> two disc set and it like changed my whole personality <laughs> i'd be like i'm a boy wearing makeup in the dark like that was me <laughs> and i really didn't want to wear a dress and like all these things so they like compromised by letting me make the dress be like black and purple yeah <laughs> and it was like just yeah it was very like you know <laughs> my my dad used to do stand-up comedy and like uh he had other like road dude male comics come and like do little sets just kind of like roasting him and me a little bit which was like not the best at being like 13 and already oh like embarrassed God. for existing my mom invited everyone in my grade because of like the lack of friends to like moms love to moms do that moms are obsessed with that went down the roster called everybody and um that was so that was intense to be made fun of by people who I didn't want to be around me ever oh. <laughs> but it was oh like God. you know I'm, Parties are so stressful when it's yeah, yours. When it's yours, I, and you're like, they're like, you're a woman, you're a woman, you're a woman. Now you're a woman, and I was like, oh, fuck, oh okay. Like, oh my god! <laughs> uh, I remember being 13, and it was like I just, I was turning 14. I had just started my high school, and I didn't have, I truly did not have friends my freshman year of high school, and I didn't speak to anyone because I wasn't sure. I got to a point where I realized, like, honestly, in eighth grade, I told someone it was easier for me to talk to girls than boys, and they told me that. If that was true, that would mean I was gay. Aww. And so I was like, I was like, it's not true. Again. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, let me just like put a freeze on everything till I figure out how to proceed. Oh, no. Personality, and, thoughts, feelings, all <laughs> <laughs> and Freeze so, the accounts. Uh, so sorry. <laughs> I, my mom wanted me to have a birthday thing. And I invited, Aww. like, my mom's, all of my mom's friends that had daughters in my grade. So it was like, and I obviously got along with them. But um, it was like, but so it was like built-in girlfriends. And I was like, that's, I mean, that's like selling ice to an Eskimo. Like, I don't <laughs> oh, no. need more. That's the last thing I need. So I invited like a bunch of the girls I knew, but then also like some of the boys. I like, was like, maybe these people would identify as friends with me. Like, um, they're on the cross-country team. I silently run near them every day. Oh, like, this is like breaking and, my heart. And then and my family came, you know, like your uncles and aunts come over too. And they're like upstairs. Oh, yeah. And, so <laughs> and they're like up. upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And people came over one by one, and it was just girl, 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 girl. And I was like getting social because in my mind, it was like my uncles were being like, Wow, he's gay. Like a thermometer rising. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, If one, and not a single boy came, and only girls, and there's 13 girls, and I felt like I had to. (laughs) So I kept going. Witches at this point. (laughs) American Horror Story season. Everyone's everyone's menstrual cycle was syncing up. It was crazy. And so I went upstairs and I felt like I had to do this like performance and I was like, this is so annoying. I'm not friends with anyone here. Like, I don't know why these people are here. I basically never have even met them. And my uncles were like, okay, that's pretty weird, but whatever. And oh, it's just fuck. like the worst. Why it's are the you worst. telling us this? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, the uncle's like, like yeah, okay. out of here. You're not friends with who? <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah. Like turning back to the yeah. conversation. Yeah. Um, but whatever. Yeah, definitely, Wait, and so, definitely, uh, definitely whatever on the like, I'm not gay right now, just checking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Wait, and how did you and your boyfriend come to be? Uh, I, I'm a gorgeous term, I will say, a consciously serial monogamist. And um, I left a bad relationship because I wanted to flirt and kiss with my current partner. Yes. Oh, fun. So that. I don't like to do, I don't like to have loose ends. Mm-hmm. So I was yeah. like, I, got, I was like, I just hit on this guy while I have a boyfriend. Like I, I was, I saw my current partner at a show that I was doing and I did the thing where I was like, let me see like if I could pick you up. Yeah. Like, let me see how big your hands are compared to mine, which is my flirting style. It's really <laughs> magic. And, um, oh my God. That's how my first boyfriend flirted with me. So I was like, this is what you do down the, and um, <laughs> that, after that I was like, I can't do anything else with this person if, unless I'm single mm. because my, my feelings are too much to be in a relationship and, and think about this person. So yeah, I went home and broke up with my uh, current partner at the time, my partner at the time, who was also bad to me for so many reasons and like turned took it out on my dog at a point where oh, it was like in in my mind I was like that also pushed me, um, but yeah we like after the breakup we made out like within a twenty four hour period later. Oh my god! Oh my god! The tennis. And it's one been time, on ever since. How long ago was that? Five, Five years. years. Oh my god! That's a lot of years. I really love him. He's my, he's my best friend who's sexy and hot. So yes. it's like okay. Oh my Fuck god, that's the best. Do you want to get married? I did that once. Right. So, I, so I've heard. I'm a little <laughs> I'm a little worried about the institution of marriage, but yeah. I do get like the scary like the hospital question. Mm. Like, are you allowed? And I want him to be allowed. So I think. Oh, that's yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I think about the hospital question. Famously, I'm like, marriage is just when you get to see each other in the hospital. <laughs> I'm like, you get to have a party and I don't ever think about death or the hospital. I'll never go there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would. The thing is, we have a party every year because our birthdays are one day apart. Oh, that's so fun. So every year it's like we're married kind of. Like, we have, <laughs> our birthdays are the same, so we're married. <laughs> that's perfect. I My boyfriend's um, birthday is six weeks before mine. And I, of course, he's I Virgo, thought, right? He's Virgo, yeah. Too, and, and so is Eric. Oh, oh wow, you're, wow. So you're two Virgos. I'm I Scorpio. Love mm. But um, I'm always like, I bet when we're like 50, we'll have a joint in the beginning of October in Libra season. Oh, my God. Chaotic. I have no, been, I'm kidding. I have no nothing. <laughs> I have been such a little bitch to my boyfriend all week, and I don't even know why. You're a Leo, and he's what? Aries. What does that mean? It's a good match. Catherine's Fire like, signs. rar, and he's like, I'm headbutting you. Yes, we're being wild. <laughs> like, I think it's like the humidity. That's my conception of astrology. <laughs> I think I'm like bored, so I'll just like be a bitch and see what happens. Yeah. yeah because this week has been like humid and like nasty, but... um. I love, I love collaboration, so I hate, I don't like to do that. I love being like, we're a team, 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 team. But then, like, problems will arise, and I'm like, oh, no, function, we have to function. It's like, this, you need to chill. <laughs> um, wait, and so who are you now? Now I'm, like, this guy who has a lot of people that put trust in me in a way that feels like I must be doing something right to receive that. Yes. Yeah. Um, feel like I have a lot of love and my life and like most of my very good friendships are like have enough time behind them to where they feel like they will be in my life for years to come and 
that I've been able to monetize my passion is something that I struggle with because I'm like, oh no, exploiting this like a joy resource in my body for financial gain. But I feel like I'm going to set it up to where I can divest from that and get a, a different kind of like some, something coming in, hopefully from performance related stuff. Yeah. So you know, I have to say, I, I have to take this time to say, Spike, this is, this is, I remember I started, when I started doing comedy, I would see you from afar and I was like, that person is so cool and so funny. And unlike, dare I say, some other people in the scene, <laughs> you were always so nice and like made an effort to always make me feel included. And I'm like going to cry because I can't, like people don't understand what a big deal it is just to Can be you tell kind. My parents this I'm because serious. they still are like, and did you write a thank you note to like <laughs> No, like it's rare. Like in this scene, it's like it's honestly rare for people to go out of their way to be nice, especially if like you like you didn't didn't know anything about me or like if you're not like buzzy or whatever, people are just like fuck off and you're just so you you're so kind. So I had to say it on the pod because it's like, it's so refreshing, honestly. I feel like my throat is getting tight. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I wanted. I I wanted, I wanted you to choke on your tongue. What we're saying is real, recognize real at the end of the day. Um, Well, it's hard. It's literally hard (laughs) out here. Um, But yeah, I I like to, I like to be respectful. I don't know. Yeah, but Wait, so that's interesting. Yeah. So you're hoping that, like, so you feel almost guilt around, like... Um, Charging people for a dog walk. Making money off of your passion for... I, no, I don't feel guilt off making... I hate money. I hate capitalism. But what yeah. I don't want to do is play into capitalism in the way where it's, like, my greatest joy in life is now tied to my survival mm-hmm. in, an, in a financial, inextricable way. Totally. So I have, you know, the other pot in the fire of, like, I perform and do comedy and write so it's like eventually i hope this well pendulum will swing the other way to where like i can dog walk for pleasure yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> instead of to sustain but it sustains me beyond what any other job that i've had in the past of which there have been many would so it's like it is sustainable through that totally it's interesting because i think it's like the lo- i think it's the opposite of a lot of people who are like I'm going to do performing for free for, and like, I'll, I'll, like for me, I was like, I'll nanny to support that. But it seems like I mean, you're like, I'm hopefully, hopefully like performing will make money so that I can just like do dog walking for like, um, you know, and not worry about the money of it all. Yeah. I, I, I want to be involved with helping people and their dogs in some way until I can no longer ha- like use my body in this world. But I don't like, I get I just get scared depending on it in that way. But I also just this year stopped doing free comedy stuff. Like I just started yeah. saying like you must pay me. This year, this totally. Year. It gets to a point where if you're not like um even if it's like twenty dollars, like that it, will help it, me. Yeah, totally. it means so much when someone's like yeah, here is literally I'm Venmoing you fifteen dollars. I'm like, thank you. That pays for like I can take a car or get dinner after this or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like I now I don't have the cooking time because of traveling and performing, and I can just like eat whatever. The, like it's yeah. helpful. And and yeah. then yeah, like I always try to pay people, and and that's the other thing about being in the co-op. Like I really try to make it like I hurt my hand, and some and someone came and helped me, and it was like you're getting paid, like whatever. Like you're not on, you know. It's just like you you gotta compensate people for their labor. How many people are in the co-op? We have like five core people who are like yeah. Monday through Friday. And we have a lot of substitute people mm-hmm. who we give as needed work. And like just basically a list of dog walkers we know in different areas because a lot of people request for places we aren't. So we can just like refer out. That's so cool. And you started that? I mean, we started, I made an Instagram page when I quit that was the rainbow pack. And then after I quit, I talked to the employees who experienced similar treatment by my ex boss. And we all dipped and took like the dogs that we walked after like having a meeting with them. We basically 
unionized, brought demand, the demands were not met, and we split off of them and now exist as a separate entity. Like That's me and incredible. everybody else from the company. Amazing. Yeah. And and like I'm trying to just bring people work in a way that is like, you know, I'm not a talent agent for people. I'm not taking commission. But if I get a request and I can't accommodate, it makes me feel good that someone else can do that. I don't need to own that. I don't need to hire someone to get that so that I can get a portion of that. That totally. makes me feel nauseous. <laughs> I yeah, want to be yeah. responsible for my own thing and then kicking people down things so that they can do their thing too. Like it just, yeah. it just seems like a fucking no brainer, but yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Thanks guys. I'm glad you approved my life. And what's your dream? <laughs> yeah, what's I, didn't your dream? Say, I never said that. I never <laughs> okay, said that. Okay. 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 Yeah. Do, what's, yeah. Name? what's your dream? Oh, my dream. Uh, for there to be a cure for dog allergy. No, um, <laughs> my, my, dream, my dream is is to see like the the dissolution of the things that uh, keep uh, people oppressed and mm. horrible people in power. Like I, yeah. I dream of the day when it's all, it's all, we're rising from the rubble and ash to create our own our own means of existence and sustaining and thriving. Um, but other than that, uh, I don't know. It would be cool to get like free dog bags for a year, or <laughs> maybe an energy drink sponsorship. <laughs> oh my gosh! What Tim, you? Yeah. Do you know Tim Platt used to do that? Um, those videos. Do you yes. remember? Oh they were God. so funny. He when would Tim be Platt like, drops in. <laughs> when Tim Platt drops in. What video? He would do this. He did this like full campaign based on a real campaign for like. What was it? Ver, ver, fuck, it started with a V, but I can't remember what it was. I'm not going to remember what it was, but it was like energy drinks that like it was. Uh, what is it called? Like direct marketing or whatever, where it's like a pyramid Multi-level scheme. Multi-level marketing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Multi-level there's a, there's marketing. A big Avon box in the lobby of my building and I saw uh, it and it just had like a big shudder go through my body. Oh, like, my God. Someone is wasting things. <laughs> did you watch Murder on Middle Beach? No. Oh, it's a um, loved it. It's about multi-level marketing, but and um, so much Tim, more. But, but Tim would like base do this character of this kind of broy guy trying to get kids, and like the languages, they're all like, "Your parents are gonna think this is stupid. They're gonna think there's no way you're gonna change your <laughs> life by selling energy drinks." Now I'm paying my mom's rent, I'm buying my dad gifts. Yeah, and it's like so it's, it's just like lol. Yeah, Hello. it's not how that works. That shit. That shit does terrify me. Yeah, the marketing stuff. It's crazy how there are people that really buy into it. Yeah, I remember, everyone like, I went to say with me high school and summer camp with is selling leggings. Doterra, and yeah, oh, and oils, essential oils. The oils is really, really freaky to me. They're like, They're, do you know that your daughter's autism could be mediated by lavender oil yeah. under her nose? <laughs> You're like, oh fuck, please get away from me. I'm such a bad self care. Like, I'm still trying to do hydrate, moisturize, sunblock. Like, Ooh, I can only I do really two. do better about sunblock. I'm doing. I have to drink a full a full glass of water in the morning because um, I never drink water ever, no matter what. I'm an and absolute slut for water. I drink three liters I need, a day. I need a bottle like that because then I can feel <laughs> it. Sometimes I, more. My dad gets worried. I, he says I drink, I drink too much water. He sends me. Do articles. you cry a lot or no? Sob constantly. Uh, because you think so much about it. No, I, I sob, I, squirt, piss. I do it all, baby. See, I feel like I'm constantly dehydrated, but I can squirt and I cry all the time. So oh I'm like, God. what is the deal with the relationship? Maybe I'm just squirting battery acid and my tears are like fucking molten <laughs> yeah. lava. I was going to say that. I was going to say it's probably battery acid. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry, babe. That would be like Falling the fun game. Screaming in the background. I just got intel on my squirt uh, palette kind of flavor. So we're going to talk about it later. <laughs> that would be a funny X-Men um, power. It's like they squirt. Acid. And not like, from where you think. <laughs> <laughs> um, do y'all have crushes of the week? Oh, God. Um, let me think, let me that, think, let me think. That's a brilliant question. Oh, my crush of the week is kind of Amanda Knox, because I liked how she like delivered her 
um, thing. Um, what is she doing my, now? She, it wasn't clear from the doc, but then I, with the doc made it seem like she, and this is a reference maybe only for me, the doc made it seem like she was Sydney Campbell in Scream 3, where she like lived on a farm by herself, and she was like, I'm sick of the press over this thing, and I just want to be alone. I don't know if anyone's seen Scream 3, but it opens on like no. Sydney living on a ranch, Nev Campbell living on a ranch, and she's so sick and tired of all the reporters trying to ask her about the murder. She's just like, I'm done with it. I don't want attention for this. So the doc makes it seem like she's that, and she like does isn't interested in any interviews or anything like that. And then... um. And then, but then I went and looked up on Instagram and she's like blue check. And she's always like, hey, Amanda Knox here. Oh and I'm like, oh gosh, you're like, you, that Just was what you're not to me. purple carrot. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Literally. When I was in Italy, boy, I wish I had something like purple carrots. Take the, <laughs> the stress out of meal planning. <laughs> oh, though I, my other crush take is um, Amanda Knox's dad because there was like, there was this, um, not even in a physical way, so everyone calm down. Um, because there was this like, um, thing where after she got back from Italy like they were being mobbed by reporters all the time and the uh, reporters were saying something to the dad oh they're like when are you gonna have an interview when are you gonna have an interview like are you gonna write a book like all this stuff and he was like right now we he was like right now just her well-being is our concern and he was like just getting his paper and he was going to go back in and then they were like what and then this one was like well you know you know there's a limited time I mean there's a limited time like you know things are gonna go down 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 and he's like what are you talking about and he's like and the reporter was like well she's not gonna be like you know if you do an interview in a, in a couple months she's not gonna be as hot of a commodity and it was she, she's not gonna be as hot of a property and he, he looks at the person like they're crazy and, and it's like yeah I guess I'm not viewing her as a hot property <laughs> and like turned down and walked away and I was like yes love you that. mean love that I love a man who doesn't feel the need to um, make money out of his daughter's false Absolutely. murder charges yeah. in Italy Insane. and he says fuck you to the lamestream media totally. yes exactly <laughs> the <is>. lamestream <laughs> my crush of the week is me because this morning I woke up this morning I woke up this is, very, this is very unlike me, but I woke up. I saw that In the Heights is now playing in theaters. Ooh. And I, me, myself, and I got my wallet, and I went and bought a ticket to see it on Saturday, and I'm so excited. I haven't been to the movies in, you know, a year and a half. And I That's love In the Heights. It's one of my favorite musicals. The trailer gave me full body chills. I'm just excited. I'm just being earnest. Should I see that? Yeah. Should I see that? Yeah, it's just going to be, like, so – it's cheesy. It's fun. It's, it's a musical. What's not – like – Sometimes there are times when all you need is a musical to give you full body chills. <laughs> You're gonna say love, like <laughs> no. ready for you to start singing it in a musical vibe. <laughs> yeah, all the way you Spike need. did. The way Spike <laughs> yeah. did their impression of like how um, <laughs> theater kids how exist. Because yeah. 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 I never wanted to I do can't. this. <laughs> it doesn't exist in me. <laughs> I just find it's very it's very rare for me to get excited about the genuine joy about something that like has nothing to do with like work or s- other people. Just like the idea of buying a movie ticket and being like, I'm going to have fun to feel pleasure yes. to forget about my life for a little bit so I'm just excited that's my crush yeah that's me with that's gonna be me with A, a Quiet Place too. yeah <laughs> that's gonna be me with Zola yeah I'm excited <laughs> to see Zola yeah that looks you, Pat, you've been talking a lot about Quiet Place too, but when are you gonna actually go I don't know and this is what's so crazy and this is exactly what the artist's way is talking about mm. in that it always feels like I don't have time to go and On just the spend some time date. To, yeah, I just go on an artist date, spend some time with a little a little <laughs> boy I like to call Patrick, mm-hmm. and um, drink a humongous Diet Coke and watch A Quiet Place too. I literally watched A Quiet Place 1 in prep, but the problem is, if it, it's not exactly up my alley, A Quiet Place. Like, I don't care about aliens very much, so like, I, I wish it, it was about a killer. Aliens? Yeah, I wish it's, it was a killer too. 
It's yeah. I wish it was a killer who killed you. That's <laughs> when, that's what I like. Did you know what I watched? Killer who killed did you. y'all? I watched. The, um, <laughs> I love that. I watched the new Conjuring. Did you guys watch that? I want to watch that. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I like that. I love those Are people movies. Like, ah! Like getting possessed crazily. I like oh, possessed. If you, I if you like that, you like, will love I'm it. I'm normal and fine. Like immediate. <laughs> yeah. That shit is. There's this uh, one monster. I don't believe in possessed. Really, mm, okay, Pat. Okay. Have a dream yeah, tonight. exactly. <laughs> don't worry never about a dog d- being there or anything. <laughs> 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 the ending was bad, but the movie was fun, is what I'll say. Cool. Okay, Spike. Crush of the Week vibes? My crush of the week? Um, my crush of the week is the two people <laughs> the two people that i call um the the two pillars columns uh of my existence that support the roof that protects me um my best friend sandra whose name is tattooed on me and julio julio is the column of the of the mind and sandra is the column of the heart and together without them in this life i would be very lost so that's oh. my crush of the week that's so beautiful that's incredible I've been I've been referring to them as this in my head for a long time, mm. so it was I was like this should be the crush of the week. Totally, the mind and the heart. I wonder who mine are. Yeah, it's so hard. Yeah, think about that for yourself and your friends. Yeah, well, honestly, it's hard. And it can be multiple. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's a big Venn diagram situation. And Julio is not exclusively mine, but I go to them for these for these reasons. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's rare for trusting trusting people is hard. It's hard. I do it all the time and I get really hurt, but I just keep doing it. That's yeah, that's you gotta do it. Yeah, I really struggle with it and my therapist last week was like I was complaining about feeling like you know, I've been very isolated lately and I've been very much like feeling distrusting of my friends or something and or feeling like I don't have any friends and not being able to tell if that's like a me thing or a them. Th- I'm like, did I choose to not have mm. friends or do Right other now people? is very weird because everyone's doing a lot of shit and it's feeling like things are shifting and I'm like wait what like kind of yeah like left out way my therapist told me to like text one of them that I'm feeling like not trusting of and like try to um be vulnerable or something or like try to hang out with them and like be vulnerable about how I'm feeling or whatever and I tried I tried with middling success you know what I mean (laughs) it's hard (laughs) it's really hard when you especially when you feel like you have some kind of wall up when you're going to the hang and you like Oh, it's just, it's hard. Yeah, it's it's rare to find someone where you're just like completely can show up like however you are and not leave. Even like, if I say there's the wrong conflict. Thing. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. All my best relationships, we can immediately discuss conflict like in a rational way to get past it. Yeah. yeah. So I have other relationships where it doesn't plan out like that, but that's not where I'm like feeling the most to- you know, safe or whatever. In your yeah. power, as Pat would say. Yeah, yeah. In my power. Um, do you feel hot today? Me? Yeah. Um, the world the world has been reacting to me since going maskless in a way that would suggest that, yes, I am hot. And really? I, yeah, but it's really a lot. Like, I... I work outside and it's hot, so I don't ha- I don't wear a ton of clothing. Mm. Yeah, and then people are sort of like, "Wow, all of that walking towards me! I gotta say something." Yeah, yeah, and they do, and I'm just kind of like, "Okay, this must mean that I'm hot," but also it's not validating and it sucks. <laughs> totally, I-, I feel hot today. Yes. Oh yes. Um, I do. I do. F- I feel hot today because I got to do my show last night, and that is my lifeblood. Hell yeah. There are pe- people are just really the ones, even though things are bizarre socially right now, I do feel like the people coming to shows 
are so happy to be there and they're saying hello and I'm like getting to hang afterwards and it just feels really good. So I feel hot. I don't feel hot because I have such terrible writer's block. I can't write anything. I have to write up. I'm taking this like writing class. And so I'm supposed to have like a long form piece tonight. And I can't do it. I haven't written my newsletter in three weeks because I just have nothing to say. And now it feels like since I took three weeks off, I have to have something good when I come back. And like, I just keep trying. And I'm just like, this isn't interesting and whenever I don't have writer's block I'm like I don't get writer's block I mean it's not real <laughs> after all just sit down and write and then when I have it I'm like I never will write another word for the rest of my life have never uh, written can never write good yes write and don't even want to yeah. but so yeah I'm not feeling like completely in my power today but that's okay um, well Spike thank you so much for thank coming on thank you so much on. for doing Thanks the pod it was so fun. we adore and our final segment are you and be honest are you mad at me me mm-hmm <laughs> Uh, I'm not mad at you. I forgot about this segment. I'm mad at myself because I feel like maybe with more time I could find something. No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you, Pat. Thank you. Pat, are you mad at me? I'm not mad at you. No, I'm not mad at you at all. Are you mad at me? No, it was so fun getting to see you in person yesterday. Yeah, that was fun. And I want to say, I want to say something inspired by Spike's comments. I want to say, feel free to lean on me. Use me as the pillar. Totally. Um, I don't know. I think I'm probably more. I don't know if I'm mind or heart. What if I was? What if I was like the pillar of the hole? That's another one. Oh, <laughs> that's beautiful. What, what <laughs> if I was like I already have a pillar and Sandra was like tattooed on my. On that me. wouldn't be like I would. I, have you ever seen Amelie when she makes the blind man really happy and like the gold swirls around? Like that's what would happen to me if you okay. showed me that. I would like no. out of body. Like, <laughs> this is crazy. This is gonna be really crazy. Amelie was actually was actually Amanda Knox's alibi. She was watching that movie with her Stop boyfriend it. during the murder. Yes, yes, Stop yes, 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 yes. And that's our episode. And Spike, I'm not mad. You couldn't be in a million years. Thanks. You're and so Catherine, kind. Same, same. No, never. I mean, I literally, I already Thank gushed you. to you about my love for you. Okay, you, can, you know, both things can exist, and that's yeah, what I'm totally. Wow, well, that's true. <laughs> that's, that's what this lesson. month is about. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our show. Show me. Thank you so much for having. Thank you, you so, so much for coming so on. Fun. It was so fun. Seek treatment if you're boring.